Hello, strangers, and welcome to the April 1st edition of the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast. I'm your host, Chiro Faenza, and this week we're presenting Amy Whittemore's The Alien Epistles, Letters 1 through 3. Amy Whittemore is the author of the poetry collection Glass Harvest, Autumn House Press. Her poems have won multiple awards, including a Dorothy Sargent Rosenberg Prize, and her poems and prose have appeared in the Gettysburg Review, Nashville Review, Smartish Pace, Pleiades, and elsewhere. She's the reviews editor for Southern Indiana Review and teaches English at Middle Tennessee State University. Content advisories for this poem include abuse, disregard for personal autonomy, pregnancy, racism, sexism and gender discrimination, and xenophobia. And now, the poem. The Alien Epistles, Letters 1 through 3 To the Aliens, Letter Number 1 After binging Alien and its sequels with popcorn breath, greasy hands. In the film version they'll say I was hypnotized. They'll strip me of autonomy, lend it to you like a payday loan. In the film version, you'll be uglier than you are, and I more beautiful. My hair, its dull shade of wet sand, brightened, lobbed into a hip asymmetrical bob. In the film version, they'll give you an articulable reason, and they'll give me a disappointing father, an abusive ex-boyfriend, murky background trouble to suggest you rescued as much as ruined me for everyday life. No, they'll cut the latter. No one wants to see how small their lives can become when no longer isolated from the universe's wealth. Today I saved a wren trapped on my screen porch. I told no one. One screen is ruined. I do not care. I love it now, the word, ruin. I will not give it up. It makes a history. It makes a maw of history. And eats and eats and eats me up. To the Aliens Letter number 2 With violets in my grandmother's vase First April after What then of your needs? Nothing excessive about your skeletal limbs, your eyes that seem to cast starlight, the light rain catches as it slips from a curl of birch skin. What little sleep you require settles over you like dry snow. What you dream I do not anticipate understanding, though once, with your vellumed hands, you drew your visions on my forearm as if my skin were sand, as if all you wanted was to be an ocean. Each day without a thought of you is a forest where I do not recognize the trees. Each day without you so arbitrary I keep a calendar, a sign, each date, a color, to force myself back into the world where things happen. Votes are cast, storm windows shut, my rooster's voice clattering all day like a glass breaking again and again. Electrons blur and clarify their position. Violet, maroon, cerulean, pink, orange, tan, black, beige. Eventually I run out. Eventually the softness of gray. Not once did you appear angry. Not once did you appear sinister, bulky, awkward, ill-conceived, uncertain, filmy, reckless, ardent, restive, imaginary, aggressive, transitive, bleary, or rooted. Only a lustrous capacity, your skin gray but the gray of a glass of water in a dimly lit room, how it contains and brightens it. Here I am, all that you are not. You've invested me with a ruinous desire." I want you to have been made less by your contact with me, but it would appear you've become, strangely, more. To the Aliens, Letter Number Three Midnight, glinting with what could be star song or rain bend. 
You'll like that I noted the fender, its dent the size of a baby's skull, silvery as moonlight, before I said yes to the black woman asking me to buy her five dollars' worth of gas. You'll like that when I saw her face I didn't think of you or anyone. Besides her and me, our black and white bodies subject to vast power structures, two people wanting the same thing, to get away. That she drove an old Dodge Ram, that there was an empty car seat in the back, that the windows were glary with bug splat and her shoes had holes in them. You wouldn't care, though you find shoes satisfying metaphors for the human condition, one of many foolish armors we place between ourselves and the world that diminishes us. Her face... Call it back for me, as I know you can, as I've seen in your witness room, in your hall of mirrors, in, what shall we call it, that undercroft, that austere womb. You've refused my questions about interstellar capitalism, alien hegemonies, collective consciousness, refused to translate yourselves. All of it a single hair balanced on a fingertip, yours, mine, your breath blowing it away. Then you snap, I taught you that. And it comes back. It comes back. She drove away and stole nothing from me. But how small I felt. You say you can't bring change or take me. Why do I ask when, like a child requesting permission to stay up past its bedtime, I know the answer? What does it hurt? She asked me. And as certain as my body is, I wanted to say, No, sorry. Or better, nothing. And this has been the April 1st edition of the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast. We hope you like what you heard. You can leave us a comment on the podcast page. And while you're there, check out the rest of this week's issue. We have new fiction by Nin Harris, as well as the first of this week's reviews. And lastly, as a reminder, Strange Horizons is an all-volunteer organization. We depend on the support of our listeners. So when you have a moment, check out the donate link at the top of the page. And until next week, stay strange. <laughs>